everybody. I'm Melinda Gallant, and you are here for another Cape Conversations in the beautiful town hall in Sandwich, Massachusetts. Oh, we've got a great guest today. She knows everything there's to know about the town of Sandwich because she's the assistant town manager, Heather Harper. So come along. Let's have another Cape Conversations. everybody. I am excited to be in the beautiful Sandwich Town Hall. Oh my gosh, it's historic. And, and it's in Sandwich, so it would be historic, right? Anyway, I'm so delighted today to be sitting here talking with the new, but not so new, Assistant Town Manager, and that would be Heather Harper. Heather, how are you? I'm excellent and also really happy to be here with you. Thank Good. you for asking me. Oh my gosh, we're, I'm just delighted beyond belief. I want to know, first of all, where do you come from? Because you know what, I know you've been here a while, but a lot of people go, oh, it's Heather Harper, but what about her? Who is she? Where did she come from? Did she fall out of the sky? Yeah, I won't no. go too far back, but um, I um, moved to Cape Cod. Uh -huh. when I was two. Oh my gosh. Uh, so it was one of the, you know, wash ashores from yeah. the 70s. His family moved down here and, yeah. and really, um, it was, we grew roots here. And I grew mm -hmm. up in Marston's Mills, really not too far from the sandwich line. Um, yeah. and, and, and so I'm a, a Cape Cotter. Um, have spent the last um, 20 plus years of my life as a resident of Falmouth and I still reside there. Yeah, I was the assistant town manager there um, in multiple roles, but ending yeah. as assistant town manager for over 21 years working oh with God. that town. I uh, had a little um, hiatus from local government management and worked with the Cape Cod Commission, which was a wonderful experience. Yeah. And then was lucky enough to uh, land here in the you know, really wonderful, beautiful town of Sandwich. So excellent. It's been a nice ride. Excellent. And are you married? Do you have kids? That's a good question. Yes. Um, I've been married for almost 26 years. Oh my gosh, you're too young. No. <laughs> and I have two, uh, two boys. I have a freshman in college who's wow. attending college from his bedroom and a <laughs> yep. junior in high school who uh, will be uh, attending Falmouth High School this year. Oh, is that right? Well, I know I've got a senior at Falmouth High School grandson. And uh, I guess they don't go back to September 21st. A or, long time, yes. It's a long time. And he's a soccer player, and he's very disgruntled about life right we'll at the moment. We'll have to chat about that after. The yes, we definitely yeah. will. Anyway, so what is your role here in Sandwich? What, what do you do? I mean, obviously, Bud's been here for 900 years. Oh, my God, he's going <laughs> to shoot me for saying that. No, he's been here a long time, and he's a great town manager. We yeah. all know that. However, what is your role? Is your role, I mean, assistant town manager to assist him or do you have specific duties that you do? I, I have specific departments that organizationally uh -huh. report to me. Um, and so that's an important sort of feature to allow um, by the liberty not to have to address like the day-to-day -day issues of yeah. operations in any of those departments. But yeah. really it is, um, my view is to really to make the projects happen. Um, mm -hmm. So, and working with Bud from a policy and management perspective, but once projects get to the point of needing to, to happen, you know, my experience uh, really puts me in a position to allow those to advance forward. I know the processes for, you know, whether it's internal projects or larger construction projects, I'm very comfortable um, bringing groups together to do that. And so I really try to take whatever I can off of his plate, yeah. um, make those issues, um, either resolve issues or, or, or facilitate projects. 
uh, on behalf of the selectman and the town manager and do that in a way that he can feel uh, you know liberated from them but close enough i'm certainly reporting to him on a daily basis and checking in but he knows and can can have comfort that they're going to be happen uh, appropriately excellent well What's your background, though? Did you is this what you study? Did you study town planning in in college? Yeah, I actually have a master's in planning from Excellent. University of Massachusetts in Amherst. Excellent. Um, so that was a great segue into local government management. And I actually mm-hmm. saw, interestingly enough, um, the job in Falmouth uh, discussed on the floor of town meeting. I was oddly enough watching town meeting <laughs> in my early twenties. And saw the town meeting members talking about the position and right. was assistant to the town administrator at the yeah. time. Yeah. And it just sounded fascinating. I really think I have some attention deficit problems. <laughs> <laughs> so a job that has a lot of things going on at the mm-hmm. same time is where I'm really most effective. Right. Um, and so it just sounded so interesting to me. And then, you know, it was probably close to a year later, the job was actually advertised. I applied and was lucky enough to be a candidate. That's great. So that's how I got into um, uh, the management role. Uh, and it really has suited me, and I really, really enjoy enjoy the role of assistant. Yeah, um, I like the facilitating role yeah. that that has. It's funny because I worked for Mashpee Commons uh, in Mashpee. Yeah, for 16 years, and um, I got to do things like charrettes, mm-hmm. and I was sent to various parts of the country to see planned communities mm-hmm. um, done by Andreas Duaney, mm-hmm. uh, the famous architect and town builder. Um, Cuban national who came to this country, uh, I think as a small child. Uh, I don't know if it was on a boat, but I think he was, they were escaping something. And, um, I, it was funny because I mean, I went to school for communications, you know, I was going to be a weather girl, but you know, in later in life, after I've done all this, I thought, man, if I could have been a town planner, what a wonderful job that would be. I mean, interesting, creative, all the good stuff. Yeah, and I think even local government management, you know, the planning end of things, you get to be involved in the planning end, but you're really there, you know, boots on the ground when when the implementation happens. Right. So I was lucky enough, I was with the commission to work with the folks at Mashpee Commons and to attend some of those same... Douglas Stores, perhaps? Didn't meet Douglas Stores, but um, local team. Yeah, yeah. Um, John Renz. Yeah. John, yep, 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 yep. Really... Yeah. Thoughtful, thoughtful people. And I learned a lot from them. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Community plan. Well, from John Renz, you wouldn't see yeah. he'll watch this. Uh, you didn't learn anything, I don't think, because people used to think I was his boss. He was actually my boss. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> anyway, so uh, enough about me. Um, so what what's going on with this pandemic? I mean, when are you going to get it out of here? Uh, I mean, isn't that part of your role? Well, you know, it's everybody's role, and I think this community is doing a really excellent job. Mm-hmm. For, for many days now, we've been at zero cases in the town of Sandwich, and we've really hovered below a handful for, for quite a long time. Although we were the first on the Cape. We were the first on the Cape, so that was yeah. incredibly stressful, um, and, and certainly um, it was a, a anxiety for me as a new, I would say, newer person to the community sure. and the position. And one of my jobs you'd asked about um, is the principal information officer <laughs> for the community. And I'll never forget sitting with a, the executive command team um, that had been set up with a police chief, fire chief, superintendent schools, um, a director of public health, health, uh, public health nurse, town manager. And we had the first case and it was a Saturday and they were all expecting that we were going to do a press conference on Sunday morning and that I would be speaking before the hordes of television cameras that were here from off Cape to talk about how the pandemic has reached this um, lovely peninsula on Cape Cod. So I was 
preparing for that uh, that didn't happen, uh, but it certainly was something I was concerned about was how how the national and, and regional um, communities would respond to seeing the pandem pandemic reach the Cape because we do have a sense of you know being insular uh, and protected from things. And we learned very quickly that we are not. We are just like everyone else, and we need to respond appropriately. And I, I mean, I really it was a as horrible as the coronavirus has been for you know, the health of our community and the economic uh, long-term viability of, of everyone, um, which is a deep concern of, of all of us looking forward. It, it has been a unique opportunity for me to get to know um, the leadership in the community, which, you know, I couldn't be in a better group of people with the leadership team that we have here. Mm -hmm. And really the way that this community um, you know, the old Bill Belichick saying, do your job. Right. But everybody steps up and does their job and right. doesn't try to put their fingers in other folks' business. Right. So the, the team structure is incredibly effective because we, we don't try to be anything other than what we are. Um, so I've really taken the role of, of information officer very seriously. And so, you know, working with the team to produce the outreach and the communication that you see, I think, been a, an important part of communications. Sure, sure. And that's so vital. I mean, it's vital during this difficult time. It's vital all the time, though. I, I, I think the number one issue in the world is communication. I mean, just tell people. Just tell people. Give them the truth. Don't lie to them. Tell them the truth, and everything will be fine. You know, well, we, we're all adults. At least most of us are. We can, we can take this. So, um, so regarding the pandemic, um, it certainly has had economic impact, as you indicated. I mean, uh, obviously, uh, revenues are down. Uh, for the state, taxes are down, meal taxes are down, room taxes are down. Um, I must say that real estate is up because everybody came from New York and decided to buy a house, yeah. um, which is good and bad because now it really screws up our housing market. Um, I'm, uh, I talk a lot with, to Alyssa Magnati, who is head of HACC. Mm -hmm. um, she is very concerned about this, you know. I was, uh, I was lucky enough when I was with the commission to oversee the regional housing market analysis right. and work closely with the Housing Assistance Corporation and right. many groups throughout the Cape. And I, I am very concerned about the change in the real estate market is that gap between uh, housing affordability and incomes for our region, including the town of Sandwich, right. um, is going to continue to expand. So the opportunity for a diversity of population right. uh, is going to be a real challenge for the Cape for for many, many years to come. Well, and, and this is not a real diverse town. We know that already. Right. I mean, we all pretty much look alike in this community. Yeah. Um, and I, I think I read just recently that to buy a house on Cape Cod in general, not in Chatham, which is much higher, it's, you have to make at least $69,000 a year. That's a lot of money. Um, haven't looked at the numbers recently, but that seems low to me. Well, and that I just I just yeah. read it probably a week and a half ago because yeah. I used to do sell real estate as well, and yeah. I was reading some an article, and it might be it might have been from a month ago or two months ago. Um, but I look at my I live in Town Neck, which used to be the bad place to live right. in town. <laughs> and now you can't get a you can't buy a house there, yeah. um, and they're going quickly. Um, but the number of New York cars, you know, uh, that are in town neck, they've bought these properties, so they buy them cheap, they tear them down, and then they rebuild a giant house. And that really is the fundamentals of, of our housing market, is that the housing market is driven by folks whose income is earned elsewhere. 
right. not earned here. So whether right. it's New York or Boston right. or somewhere else in the Commonwealth, the income that's coming in to acquire property in our community isn't generated here. So we're not generating mm -hmm. local wealth that allows folks to access the housing market. And that's a, a big challenge for our region uh, looking forward. Sure. Uh, to address sure. housing market diversity. If you don't have housing market diversity, you're very unlikely to see population diversity. Right, right. So um, the other thing is we're sitting here in this beautiful town hall and this beautiful town hall is going to not be, well, it's going to stay the beautiful town hall. It's just not going to be used by you guys, right? No, that's not entirely true. Uh, okay. We are going to sustain um, board meetings in this room. Mm -hmm. um, so this meeting room will be used just as it is now. Right. So a lot of access to the, the meeting room for um, selectmen's meetings, finance committee, all those boards that you yep. see, any public forum. And of course, we'll continue the great community access that we have for Right. We're able to return to theater productions, right. and music right. and community activities. That's my deal, you know. <laughs> yes, really important. It is really important. That is the community. It is really important. We do need to think ahead about the lower level, which we'll need to think about uses that mm -hmm. um, can operate, knowing that the public will be in. You, you may have folks um, clog dancing <laughs> or right. step dancing um, above you in the evening hours, and activity right. will be happening here. Um, but some uses that can can operate in sort of normal business hours, sure, um, sure. and collaborate with the town. I think there's well, a lot of opportunity. I was I was fortunate enough to be chair of the rededication of mm -hmm. the town hall <clears throat> a few years ago, and one thing I learned was, and I didn't realize this, when it was first built, it was the downstairs was used for like commerce. There were stores. Mm -hmm several stores down there and then they had like probably one office i'm assuming and the town mayor or manager town head selectman i don't yeah. know exactly yeah. what um but you know that that to me is so intriguing because i mean that could be really something you know everything sandwich based you know it's something that would you know we will have tourists come back um eventually i think certainly um, the connection between the the marketplace uh, on main street and sandwich yes the historic assets both this building yeah hoxie house and the mill right um, and the fish run all those things making right. that connection um whether it's through um a, a historic interpretive museum of some kind right. which would be fabulous with, with some commercial interests mm -hmm. i think there's a lot of open mind there'll there'll be some uh pressure i expect to have um, some revenue generated from the operations of course on the lower level yeah. well, I you think gotta pay rent everywhere right yeah okay. uh, but that can be part of the puzzle um, yeah. so that will be something you see us wrapping our heads around sure. uh, over the next several months is how yeah. we, how we tackle that decision when will you be moving to the new the new town hall which i always thought the bank looked like a new town uh, like a town hall so it's kind of we're, interesting. we're trying not to call it town hall and we'll need to think about what we really call it because we're calling it 100 route 6a municipal <laughs> offices because this is the town hall well it is so we want to sustain this as, a, as those as gold a, letters are going to stay on the outside importance that this right. is sandwiches town hall right and um, we'll still be the seat of governance for the selectmen so yeah. it will sustain that important role um but uh, we'll be hopefully moving next fall, a year from now. Excellent. Um, the general contract was awarded on August 17th with construction commencing. Um, they're 
going like game, gangbusters with the demo. In fact, I just got a picture a few minutes ago of the... I saw the dumpsters. Yeah, the rear <laughs> courtyard, which we're really excited about uh, and need to express our gratitude to the town for additional funding to make that project happen. Oh, that's great. Uh, it creates more air and light on the lower level. Yeah. So that courtyard is being dug out as yeah. we speak. Nice. Um, so by next October-ish, we should be moving. So there's a little bit of time. Yeah. We also want to be mindful that there's a lot of moving parts with the many projects we're moving, mm -hmm. working on with the wing school and the school administration needing right. a place possibly temporarily while we're finishing up the center for active living right. that would in theory open up the um, human services building for school administration right so while that we need to come up with a plan for the lower level we also think being patient uh, about how sure. quickly we do that to make sure we accommodate um, some really challenging moving and exciting moving parts for some of our offices sure sure that makes good sense yeah. So, what else do you have on your plate? Nothing else big? <laughs> they're, they're all big, but they're all uh, very manageable. They're, yeah. Again, we've brought in really strong teams to yeah. support projects. Um, so, the, the renovation of Town Hall, um, those of you who haven't uh, met yet, Brian Schlegel is our new, um, came on just a couple of weeks before I did, oh. as our facilities manager, and he's um, certified as a state project manager. Wonderful. And he's credentialed as the part of the, the yeah contracting procurement so he is the right. project manager for that excellent um, project um so we've got a lot of work to do um the focus there for the for for the management side is going to be on the technology and acquiring the the it to make sure that that's done in a way that's resilient for the long term and operates in a way that's modern well and that's the the problem is that changes so quick the yeah. it changes so quick that you really have to be thinking five to 10 years out. You can't be thinking about next year. You have to be thinking a long term in long term. And this virus has demonstrated that in a, in a such a, a tan tangible way, right? Don't you wish you had a piece of Zoom? I know. Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? They couldn't get it off the ground. They could yeah. not get it off the ground. Yeah. And now that's all anybody uses. Right. You know, that in Microsoft meetings, which is really kind of a pain in the neck, I think, but. Zoom is much easier. Well, so. it's very easy. Great for yeah. community meetings. Right. Uh, so there's that project. And then, of course, the library renovation is going on. Oh, I know, which is exciting. Yeah, I had a fun day with our library director, Joanne Lamoth, last yeah. week, where I was invited to join her up at a showroom for furnishings. Uh -huh. So it was nice just to have a look at what they're looking at for furnishing the library. Right. Again, the furnishings are not a huge part of the renovation or the budget, but it's those kind of key features that make it both functional, useful, attractive, right. and really make it kind of right. a special place. And, and once again, the library is not moving. It's staying on Main Street in Sandwich, correct? Yes, it is. It yes. will just be the, the, a better, brighter, more functional, and modern right. uh, interior. The exterior yes. will not change. That, and that's a good thing. You know, people here in town, we they don't like change like that too much. No. <laughs> you are not doing anything to the beautiful exterior. That's wonderful. Now, the the school, um, the the uh, Clark Haddad Hall, which is now called Spring Spring Hill School. No, yeah, but it was Spring Hill School, but it's it's the Clark Haddad Hall yeah. where, where you're going to have meetings there too. That'll continue. Oh yeah, we, you know we haven't with the coronavirus. The space there is quite small, right? Uh, and that's again a challenge for us. The um, that's really used for the boards that hold lots of public hearings. Yeah, and you can't control the number of right the public that will be in there. So those boards, we're going to encourage uh, to remain at least for the time being remote, which is awkward and uncomfortable. 
uh, but we don't have a great space right. for that. Just what do you use? Zoom? We use Zoom. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. We should have bought, we should have a piece of Zoom. I'm I mean, it's a, it's a combination and just, you know, hats off to SCTV for stepping up in a really incredible way to make all of these meetings happen. Um, but uh, it's a combination of SCTV, um, uh, you know, television, IT people on channels, live stream, mm -hmm. Zoom, email and in person. And some of these things happen all at the same time. <laughs> all what's funny to me, though, is there will people that will say, well, I didn't know this. Well, why didn't they tell me this? Well, you must be living under a rock because yeah. all the information is out there. Yeah, it is. It's out there. And you can go online and get it. That's yeah. the other thing. Oh, yeah. You don't have to have Comcast to get it. You can go online to SCTV and um, and .org and all the shows are there. Everything's there. So, I, I mean, there have been some um, positive outcomes of, of working remotely. And we've learned a lot with this mm -hmm. vi the virus. Uh, and I think some clearly some of the tools will stay. Yeah. Even for internal meetings, I might rather than phone a phone call, I might zoom somebody right. who's working in Jan Sebastian Drive. Right. To have that uh, you know, face to face conversation. Well, and the other thing too is some people may remain at working at home. Yeah. Why do you need an so. office? If right. if you don't have the public coming in to see you and there's just a certain amount of work to get done, why do you need to come into an office? You can do it from your home. I, I hope this is a really positive change for local government, which has been the last bastion of I know. what you call FaceTime, which people sitting at their desk when they really could right. be, you could be accommodating more um, flexible work schedules, um, right. accommodations. And so long as people really do get the work done and our folks have been amazing at just keeping right. everything going right. without a blip. Keeping it straight. And keeping it straight. And they can do that from home from time to time if they need to. And right. I hope that's a positive outcome. I think we'll attract more um, uh, a different type of, of um, candidate for jobs right. can demonstrate some more flexibility. Uh, it certainly is better for, um, I think, for, for women in particular. I think right. sometimes it's easier because if you have children, you know, um, you can work that into your schedule and such. Yeah, so. it's really every life stage has a different set of demands right. and you can work a right. different way. Right. Um, so long as the job duties, some jo jobs require you to be sitting at your desk, like right. meeting the public. There are some yeah, jobs that require that. There yeah. are others that really can work quite productively. Um, and if they're working at nine o'clock at night, yeah, you know, that's fine. Uh, yeah, you don't care. <laughs> It's funny, though, I used to laugh because it was oh, many years ago when they were st first starting about people like working at home part time and working in an office part time. And I, as a shopping center manager, I kept trying to figure out because I was at Cape Cod Mall, right. I was at Southgate Village, I was at Mashpee Common, certainly. I kept thinking about how can I figure this out? And there was just no way. Yeah. <laughs> Always had to be there. So. Oh, for your, even for yourself. For my job. Yeah. For myself, yeah. I, there was just no way. So yeah. I'm sure you're kind of that way too. They need you here. So. Yeah. The physical presence is really important from yeah. time to time. If I have a large project that requires, you know, sort of intense work, I might right. spend a few hours at home, but. Right. I need to be here. Yeah. You do. I love to be here. I yeah. Don't know. Well, you've got a beautiful place to work currently, and the place you're going to is going to be pretty too. So. And I'm in a life stage now where I don't have the demands of you know young children on me or have right. my youngest now drives. Yeah, yay! Oh yeah, yes, yay! Kind <laughs> yay, of kind of yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so those are you know life stages are really important to. Yes, they are. Nice. Boy, they are ever. I can I I will tell you as you get older, it even gets better. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yes, it is. It is awesome. So. 
If you were going to tell people what's coming up in the future besides the, the new municipal building uh, that's going to house uh, the offices for the town of Sandwich, is there anything else um, that's coming up in the future? We know the, the virus is going to last. Mm -hmm. We've got to be patient as much as I don't want to be. Um, but we've got to be patient. Uh, I know you're doing a flu clinic. Yes. Right? Correct. A September 16th. Okay. And uh, it's drive-through. How cool is that? How awesome is it that... It's like Boston or something. The community has the, the flu pandemic clinic sort of packaged and ready to roll going back to 2006. It really, again, way before me, recognition yep. of the... But still, it's yeah. wonderful. It is wonderful. It is. It's so a wonderful thing. We're prepared thing. for anyone over the age of 19 um, will be have access to a flu shot through the town of Sandwich. Well, that's wonderful. And that's stay cute. tuned to some other media and you'll see the phone number to call and you make an appointment with the public health nurse. Make sure you have your insurance information with you. Yeah. Whatever that is. Yeah. Uh, and you would have uh, access to the flu shot that's appropriate to you at your life stage. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So, um, so again, is there anything else that we've got coming up in the next year or six Such months? Exciting stuff. Um, of course, the wing school is possible within the next 18 months or so. Wow. Um, the Board of Selectmen and the developer executed a purchase and sales agreement um, earlier this summer. Um, they'll be voting on the land development agreement, which lays out the details of how the project will unfold once the first phase begins. Uh, that's on the agenda for uh, this Thursday evening. Uh, and you'll and they're see. They're apartments, not condos, correct? They're apartments, they're rental, which yes. is really important. Very important. Yeah. Part of the diversity housing. we were talking about earlier. Yep. Yep. Um, senior rental housing. Um, Mostly affordable, a very few uh, market rate units, so they will all be very popular. Yes, I'm and sure. Will be snapped up quickly, uh, but the development of that project will um, necessitate a zoning board of appeals hearing, and that's a great opportunity for the public to engage um, if they have any thoughts or concerns about the details of the construction of the project. You know, we presented um, a concept plan uh, that we expect to be moved forward as presented. Um, but some of those construction details will really be honed with the Zoning Board of Appeals. Excellent. Um, so that's a, a really important project for the town. It is. Of course, the Center for Active Living, we can't leave yeah. this conversation without that I project. Know. Uh, just again, you know, I was really attracted to the town because of the these very major changes in the way you're delivering services for the yeah. community and moving the police department and the fire department uh, to the Catuit Road, Quaker Meeting House Corner, and then adding that Center for Active Living with, you will now have, you could walk from uh, your tennis and pickleball skateboard uh, over to the um, Frisbee golf, right. golf right. area, go for a dip, play basketball yeah. at Oak Crest Cove, right. make your way back uh, to the corner, and maybe if you're you know, a young senior or an right. active senior, you might uh, play some indoor hoops uh, at right. the new um, gymnasium that's going right. there. We have a great team together. We have um, our project manager is Pomeroy Associates, uh -huh. and the designer is uh, BH Plus A, and Joel Wonderful. Bargman is a principal. Really thoughtful people, um, really helping us build a building that will, again, stand the test of time. Right, and that's what we need here. Yeah. You know? yeah. I mean, actually, the buildings that they built, you know, 200 years ago, it's amazing how they've stood the test of time. And the scale uh, and the aesthetic of those are so incredibly important. It sure is. And really really making a, a landscape 
plan in the long haul that right. connects those and makes it a place that if it looks interesting from the outside, you're more likely to wonder, what's going on in there? Inside, right. I need to get in there and find out what's right. going on. Right. I saw an ancient map of Sandwich once from early 1800s. Uh, of course, there was no 6A. <laughs> right. Um, what was interesting, though, was it was, it were, especially where Jarvis Street is, mm -hmm. there were a lot of, there were shops. There were people living above the shops down right. below. Yeah. You know, and of course the church was across the way and, and what have you. It was, it was very interesting to look at as the way they used to build towns. And, um, obviously Mashby Commons has kind of gotten back to that, yes. that direction as well. But they used, and I know it for a fact, that they used that map of sandwich to figure out some of what they're doing. And it was, it's, it was a, it was an eye opener to me as somebody who lives here and pays taxes here. Um, but how well this town was originally planned. Yeah, and really that compact development and mixed use. Yes. Something I hope we see um, flourish in, in future years and rethinking subdivision control, right. rethinking large lots uh, in those areas that are going to be served by sewer, uh, rethinking the way that we can use uh, existing developments to right. support the diversity of housing that we need to be right. sustainable over the long, right. long haul. Right. And really, if you want to have a nurse at Cape Cod Hospital or you want to have a teacher in the schools, we better come up with a way of having good housing because most of the teachers, they're, they're going to age out. They're going to retire. And we need new young blood here to, to teach our kids. And um, the only way to do that is by having affordable housing for them. And when you say affordable, everybody everybody's hair catches on fire. Why? I don't know. Um, I guess everybody wants unaffordable housing. I haven't quite figured that out, but it's, it's so important to have housing that at a reasonable cost that most average Americans can afford. Yeah. And we are quickly pricing ourselves out of the market. Yes. Sandwich has been um, for, for many years closer in terms of housing supply and having a supply of housing that's affordable to those earning the median income. Mm -hmm. But what's happening now in this market is going to drive a wedge in yep. that for Sandwich and, and all of Cape Cod. Right. Um, so it reinforces uh, the need for really good planning around compact development and redevelopment uh, right. in a way that I think is very different from the way folks have envisioned the growth in this community. Right, right. Well, and we're a community of older folks. Yeah. And a lot of folks, uh, I've lived here 40 years, but I was awash ashore, obviously. Yeah. Um, but there are a lot of older folks here and they came down and they bought their house and this is my town and I don't want anything to change. Right. You know, um, and it's those folks that we got to work with and show them the light, <laughs> as I like to say. Well, another thing that's going on right now that folks can participate in and stay tuned to is the local comprehensive plan. Yes. And that's where these types of discussions can really happen is taking a look at the, the vision for the wastewater uh, phases where can we look at changes to zoning that may allow for increased density or use changes that might support a housing supply that's more diverse than we currently have? Sure. And, you know, when you're in a down economy, and so other than the real estate market, I'd say we're, we're in a down economy. Right. Uh, is the right time to plan. It's the right time right. to put your thinking caps on, uh, do the regulatory work and changing um, the, the, the land use plan and vision. And so the planning department with Ralph Vitaco and Leanne Drake uh, are sort of doing the background work on that now, but you'll see that uh, committee um, come alive in the next several months. Have you thought about doing a charrette for the town of Sandwich? 
I'm sure that there will be. They're they're still in sort of the back office mode during the development oh, of the oh, sure. data. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure there'll be several of those. That would be wonderful. Yeah. That'd be wonderful. Well, Heather, thank you. So fun. We can talk anytime. I know. We can just like talk for hours. We could pick any topic and people just people would go. be bored to tears. They'd be <laughs> flipping me off. <laughs> anyway, so thank you so much. You're, You're a delight. Yes. Thank you so much. And um I hope we can do this again. Maybe in maybe in six months. We'll see where we are. How about that? Let's catch up. Yeah. You know, we definitely will need a catch up. Maybe this virus will um go underground for a while or something. I, I don't know. I don't think so, but you know. Let's hope. Anyway, you stay safe and you stay well. Thank you. You too. All right. Thank you for joining me today on another Cape Conversations. Heather Harper. Fantastic. She gave us lots and lots of information. And don't forget to get your flu shot. The town's going to have them for free, and it's a drive-through. Go figure. Here in our antique town, we have the newest and latest ways to get your flu shot. I think that's something sensational. So... Again, thank you for joining me today, and I'll see you around on another Cape Conversation. Cape Conversation is a Sandwich Community TV podcast hosted by Melinda Gallant. You can listen to her and all of our other audio shows through Spotify at Sandwich Community TV or directly on our website at www.sandwichcommunitytv.org. Stay tuned for future content.